A lot of uh, a lot of cities have problems of uh, monofunctionality. That they have areas that have only residences, only offices, only uh, um, like areas around stations that are always a bit uh, problematic. And uh, what we actually um, uh, try to do is uh, create a wealth of uh, program uh, within our projects. Uh, that uh, you can have uh, what we call the 24-7 activity or a city for everyone because if you have uh, monofunctionality then you don't have diversity you have... listening to Design in the City, a podcast about the ways we can use design to make cities more livable and lovable. This podcast is a Resite production, and Resite is a global nonprofit acting to improve the urban environment, both on the stage at our events and off. This is Alexandra Siebenthal, and I will be your host. Marianzi Tatari is an Associate Director and Senior Architect at UN Studio a knowledge-driven architecture and design practice that prides itself on its human-centered approaches. As a true systems thinker, she takes a scalar approach to design, addressing issues of experience and sense of place in various scales and typologies. Her heart lies in creating inclusive places that inspire the best connections between people. My name is, of course, uh, Marianne Tatari. I, I, I am of uh, Greek origin, uh, working in Amsterdam uh, at uh, UN Studio, which is an uh, architectural company uh, working in architecture, uh, urban space, and uh, interior design and uh, products. We are based in Amsterdam. Uh, this is our headquarters. Uh, the office was founded by Ben van Berkel and Caroline Bos. I think Caroline was a couple of years uh, earlier uh, also participating in the site. Um, but we also have offices in Shanghai, in uh, Hong Kong, and uh, now also in Frankfurt. Uh, we are around 250 people uh, worldwide. Um, yeah, so I come now from Amsterdam. Um, I am an associate director at, uh, at the office, which means that I am in charge of uh, a couple of projects at the same time, and also being part of the of the of the directors board. Uh, um, uh, uh, working on um, topics of the office. Uh, um, we are uh, very busy with um, uh, a couple of projects right now that are uh, 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 um, big scale. Uh, what we say that we affect the skyline of a couple of cities uh, in uh, Frankfurt uh, with uh, four uh, towers in, in Melbourne as well. Um, but the project I just showed now is, is more about uh, uh, a more uh, low-rise, low-density uh, neighborhood, whereas uh, where we think that our uh, what we think is very intriguing is how we integrate technology in the discussion. Every year at Resite, we curate a diverse roster of city makers to engage in a conversation about how we can improve the quality of life in cities and communities alike. This year was no different. We will hear from Marianzi as she opens her presentation on UN Studios' latest works and her philosophy about designing with optimism. Thank you. 
During her presentation, she used examples of UN Studios' built projects, such as the now iconic Erasmus Bridge in Rotterdam, which created a link to a fragmented neighborhood, as well as the Arnhem train station, which gave that human-centered approach they strive for to this Dutch city's infrastructure. We asked her what new projects they have on the horizon. I mean, right now, uh, we have worked, uh, we have a couple of uh, projects that have uh, very important, been very important for our uh, uh, office uh, throughout the last 30 years. Uh, the first was the Erasmus Bridge, which I showed, uh, the Arnhem Station, the Mercedes-Benz Museum uh, in uh, Stuttgart. Um, and right now, actually, we are... Uh, uh, we just finished uh, the Doha Metro, where we did the architectural uh, branding design for the whole network. And um, at the same time now um, uh, working on uh, in Amsterdam for the headquarters of Booking.com, uh, which for us, of course, uh, designing in your hometown. So this is actually very exciting because uh, Amsterdam, I mean, you know this from Prague, is a historic city, UNESCO center. And it's uh, not so easy to build uh, within this framework. And yeah, and for us, it's uh, actually a great opportunity. For Marianti, we were curious about what Regenerate means for them in terms of their design practice, their design approach, and themselves. Uh, regenerate uh, for me uh, uh, can, uh, means a lot of things. Can be from a personal uh, point of view, a kind of uh, uh, re, re, um, uh, re-evaluating your uh, worth and actually uh, your values, and uh, giving a boost to yourself to create something new. And uh, on an urban uh, level, it actually means quite the same. So looking at what uh, works, what doesn't work, what is your, uh, uh, what, what you want to keep, what is your, uh, what, uh, what values you want to uh, uh, produce, and then uh, bringing a group of people to uh, create something new as well. So then you give uh, value to something existing. But as I have uh, two uh, very little uh, uh, kids, uh, I think they keep me regenerated uh, as well as uh, my work. Uh, for me, also traveling is uh, very important because I, I see new things, I meet new people, but also at my home, um, I, I am very active uh, with uh, finding the world uh, with the uh, two little ones. Regeneration can mean many things reinvigorating a physical space, rejuvenating ourselves, or maybe reviving an entire industry. We discussed how UN Studio is changing its approach to architecture and design and what new aspects of city building they're integrating into their practice. We actually at UN Studio, uh, we are very busy with that and uh, it's actually a good question to ask us. Uh, uh, ben van Berkel, the founder of the studio, uh, has been very busy actually uh, uh, a lot of years now to um, uh, reinforce the sense that we are a knowledge practice. So we don't only design uh, buildings, but we create knowledge out of our research, out of designs. So we have a couple of platforms within the office um, that uh, work at the same time as we architects are working. And uh, we have a knowledge uh, a platform that uh, tests uh, products, uh, processes, and uh, tries to actually uh, 
um, uh, help the studio but also create new knowledge uh, through uh, collaborations. Uh, we have the group that is uh, called the Fusion Studio Futures, which is actually uh, looking at trends, uh, what is going to happen, how are we going to live, how are we going to work, how are we going to move, and then uh, this way uh, also create collaborations with external parties, but also informing us as architects how to make uh, actually better projects. And at the same time, uh, we founded uh, two years ago uh, UNSense, uh, which is um, a daughter company of UN Studio by the same founder, uh, Ben Van Berkel. And uh, he's, uh, um, what, what UNSense is, is like what we call an architect company, so uh, based on the values of an architectural company. Uh, it's a technology company, so we are looking at uh, how technology can uh, bring social impact. And uh, as per uh, the discussion we just had, um, you can look at uh, the whole discussion on smart cities out of um, uh, making a, a profit, but also from the point of view uh, of uh, creating a, human, a more human city. And this is actually the point of view we would like to have. The topic of smart cities have recently come under fire with private companies attempting to commoditize public space through the guise of environmentalism and improving the quality of life. UN Studio is striving to be the antithesis of that, with the creation of the Brainport Smart District, a model example of a smart city done right, where residents produce their own resources and control the use of their data. They are tapping into the possibilities of harvesting data from the public for its own benefit, without falling into an ethically problematic sphere of privatizing public life. Yeah, I, I think this is a very big uh, question. Uh, I don't think there is a clear answer right now. Uh, everyone uh, who is participating uh, on the discussion is trying to... This is the hot topic right now. What we do from our side is we start, uh, let's say, uh, with high ambition, but in a small scale. We also start from the home, where consent is very obvious. Uh, so people can give consent to their use of their data of their home. Um, public space is the next level. And what we actually think that uh, everyone that is claiming smart cities, uh, the smart city is not there. Because uh, smart city is what actually makes you uh, uh, not being hit by a car. You know, a city that adjusts itself so that uh, uh, a pedestrian is in the priority. And uh, we have, I think, a very long way to go to uh, go there. But the discussion, the, the, inter the interesting part is to be part of the discussion, uh, which uh, we uh, are very actively doing so. Marianti talks more about UN Studio's approach to smart cities during a panel discussion at Resite.
When we talk about diversity, it is often in terms of race, class, or gender. But what about spatial diversity? Creating spatially diverse places that feature multi-purpose areas can have a direct impact on those social aspects of diversity. This comprehensive approach combats the sort of monoculture or monofunctionality, as Marianti puts it, that is detrimental to inclusion. A lot of cities have problems of uh, monofunctionality, that they have areas that have only residences, only offices, only uh, um, like areas around stations that are always a bit uh, problematic. And uh, what we actually um, uh, try to do is uh, create a wealth of uh, program uh, within our projects uh, that uh, you can have uh, what we call the 24-7 activity or a city for everyone. Because if you have uh, monofunctionality, then you don't have diversity. You have uh, um, you, you uh, seclude uh, uh, other parts of the population from certain areas. Um, public space is very important in this kind of discussions and uh, uh, what we call now shared space and also space where people can participate and uh, be part of uh, um, discussion in an urban level but also uh, yeah, public forum. Um, this needs activation, as I said also in my uh, talk, uh, you have to really like um, engage with uh, a lot of parties at the same time. So it's not only uh, to uh, go uh, to have a discussion with the client, uh, it, you have to have a discussion with the city, you have to have a discussion with other stakeholders. So it, it is, um, uh, yeah, there are a lot of uh, perspectives that need to be integrated. So I, I think that this is the biggest uh, discussion, that uh, you don't see things only uh, top-down, but also bottom-up. It is hard to discuss the future of our cities without talking about climate change. During our conversation, we talked about how leveraging the power of smart cities for the better includes combating climate issues. Um, the discussion, I think, is uh, um, uh, a lot of times is also in the management of uh, our resources. So we don't have a lot of resources. People are keep on uh, coming to the cities and uh, we need actually to be able to manage the space and the resources in a way that becomes productive and not wasteful. So I would say that uh, this is another topic that technology could be part of. Uh, for example, we were talking before about uh, when you talk about smart, you always think of surveillance, but there are other ways that uh, um, uh, um, technology can help in the in the management and operation of certain systems in your city uh, that could help, uh, for example, uh, water uh, uh, as a biggest uh, resource uh, problem. For me, it's always about, uh, as I said, you know, designing with optimism. Um, uh, for me, the questions are always uh, interesting. That, uh, yeah, how can we make people excited? How can we make people uh, engage and uh, um, uh, inspire uh, to 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 do more? Because we are all uh, trying at our best to do our uh, everyday activities, but uh, I think our goal should be to, yeah, to, to inspire people. UN Studios Associate Director and Senior Architect Marianti Tatari. If you're curious to learn more about Marianti, UN Studio, or stay up to date with their latest projects, all the links will be listed in this episode's description. 
Join us as we dissect these issues with guests like Ravi Naidu, founder of Design and Daba, Thomas Heatherwick, founder of Heatherwick Studios, architecture critic and founder of McMansion Hell, Kate Wagner, Wallpaper China's Yoko Choi, and many more. This podcast is brought to you by Recite, the global nonprofit acting to improve the urban environment and organized as part of the project Shared Cities Creative Momentum. You can find more talks, stories, and information about upcoming events at Recite.org. Become involved with the Recite community through our various social channels or by joining our newsletter. All links can be found in the show notes. This podcast is produced by Radka Andrachkova, Matije Kostu, Adriana Bielakova, Gil Cienfuegos, and Polina Rio Buka. It is directed and hosted by myself, Alexandra Siebenthal, and recorded and edited by Little Big Studio.